0: Why are there so many bottomless pits in Star Wars? Like, think about it. There's just... I think there's a bottomless pit for each movie. We have, uh, in Phantom Menace, Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan. I mean, Darth Maul falls into a bottomless pit. Somehow he survives that and whatever, but... Then we have... Um, there's like... Three fights, I think, in *Revenge of the Sith* that take place over a bottomless pit—almost bottomless pit. There's like Yoda versus uh, Darth Sidious. You've got General Grievous versus Obi Wan, Mm -hmm. and then like the clones firing at Obi Wan and whatnot. Then you've got like *A New Hope*, where. Luke and Leah have to swing across a bottomless pit in a star cruiser and then like oh also obi-wan moving around a star cruiser and then you've got the sawlag pit and then Luke falling down from Sky City in the bottomless pit and then it's like Darth City is falling in a bottomless pit I, I can keep going but there's like so many bottomless pits you know what I mean yeah I know I, I'd never thought of that before
1: I guess it's just like a movie <laughs> like a movie trope to add. Like suspense, because you know, you can die if you fall down this bottomless pit.
0: (laughs) Your fate is unknown, or you might live like the Earth Maul did.
1: Yeah, or like Luke did.
0: Navy Wonders featuring Jeremy and Bryant. Listen, the man in the cave doesn't care who you look like, he's gonna kill you anyway. I learned that I need to be captured. Infants, apparently. Two of the best therapy sessions. You got B and B and heavy circles. All right, everyone, welcome back to Natty Wonders, the show where we show you that anyone can become a fitness influencer and anyone can become a podcaster. Are they good ones? No, definitely not. I'm your host, Jeremy Crumbo, and here, as always, I'm joined here with Bryant. Hello, hello. We are back
1: at you once again again on one of the uh, greatest mediocre podcasts on the internet i don't know what else to oh, say about I, that
0: <laughs> no it really is one of the most mediocre podcasts and the thing is is like that's fine uh i'm not really seeing this go anywhere really but uh it's just something that i wanted to do yeah dog, we're just having thanks a good time to the internet oh yeah just having a good time but thanks to the internet anyone can make a podcast can anyone make a good podcast definitely not and i i'm not sure if we're one of those (laughs) sorry brian
1: it's all right man i just like hanging out talking with you
0: Man, we try we try
1: (laughs) we do anyway
0: we're actually gonna we're gonna flip the script a little bit we're gonna actually go to jim talk slander first jim talk slander (laughs) you ready for this Yes, sir. Always. Okay. So we don't really have too many memes, but we have one that's actually been going pretty viral. Um, Never seen this girl before, but her video was kind of blowing up and I just wanted to get your thoughts and opinions on it because I feel like it's pretty relevant and I do have some things to say about it. All right. Positive things. Okay. All right.
1: I have to walk to make up for eating this pizza for dinner, literally nowhere at all, because I don't have to earn my meals today, I earn my right to eat simply by existing, and so do you.
0: Alright, so, short, simple video, gets Mm -hmm. to the point. Now, the thing is, the comment section of this video actually was kind of mean, kind of rough, I would say. Um, a lot of guys are saying, L, L take, L opinion, you know, things like that. And I just wanted to hear your thoughts on like, well, like, first impressions. What do you What do you think about this?
1: You know, I think that like the specific thing that she said, like exercising to make up for eating poorly, is like,
0: mm-hmm. like, like that is a toxic like mindset, right? Um, yeah, I think so, that's the base of like most eating disorders. Yeah, and I, I think what I, she's saying is. Exactly
1: right. right, and I I don't know where you know she would take that you know like if she would conflate that onto like exercise like oh, I don't need to exercise because but I don't I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put words in her mouth there because that's all she said so like you know it's, yeah. it definitely is true like you don't need to make up for
0: okay so there's this this uh, hormone or or chemical that's re- that's released into your uh, system when you don't when you're like hungry when you don't have enough calories it's called uh gremlin uh wait i think i (laughs) miss gremlin it it sounds like that it's pretty much what this hormone does it makes and tells your tells your body that like hey you need calories because calories are good and they help you survive kind of thing so eating if you're on a diet and you eat one cheat meal. I personally don't call them cheat meals. I call them caloric dense meals. Okay, you just you just had a calorically dense meal, and if you eat one pizza for for dinner, like one night during your diet, it's not gonna completely ruin your gains. It's not gonna completely ruin all of your progress, and you you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So this idea of like, and people that think. That burning calories by like doing like cardio um womp, is going womp. to stop fat loss. Like, that's just not gonna work. I'm sorry, you're gonna hate exercise because it's yeah. just not gonna work. You're gonna spend two hours burn like a hundred calories by running on the treadmill or walking, and you're gonna be like, Well, what I just had for dinner was two thousand calories, so what the heck?
1: Yeah, you're not going to see that so, progress because that's not that's not how you like lose weight.
0: Exactly, but you want to know how you can lose weight. This is actually a really cool study. So a study shows that forty, like if you do forty-five minutes of exercise a day, like minimum, bare minimum, and you mix strength training, endurance training, and flexibility, uh, flex, yeah, flexible training and mobility, then if you don't change your diet at all. Your lifespan will increase by ten years. My goodness. Right. So, just, like, just doing like, right, and start strength training first off. I'd say that's that would be my best advice because putting on muscle just raises your basal metabolism, so that you can just eat more naturally. Like, if your maintenance just by doing nothing is two thousand. And you put on a little bit of muscle. Congratulations! Now you can eat two thousand one hundred calories, and you'll be—you can sit around and do nothing and eat whatever you want. Hype! I wouldn't say—I wouldn't say eat whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, everyone's body types are are different, similar. Um, but I had one of the most caloric dense meals of my life: the Burger King Bacon King which oh. is 2000 like 100 calories My like goodness. the entire meal. And you want to know how much weight I gained? How much? Nothing. Yeah. And I'm on a bulk. Dang. So like one caloric heavy meal is not going to destroy any progress nor if you're like me, you have a fast basal metabolism, it's not going to help either. So like mm-hmm. you got I just got to eat more.
1: Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, I went to Chili's the other day for my uh, my girlfriend's dad's birthday and I got what was it? The happy birthday. Oh, yeah, 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 happy birthday. Um and I what did <laughs> I get? I got the um it was like one of the the burgers, but it had like pulled pork on it and bacon. And that was like 1700 calories for just like the burger. And that was hype, but again, yeah, I haven't gained anything from that really.
0: Yeah. It's like you're you're not going to gain much from like just one meal. The, there was also another video I wish I could find it, but it was a guy that was saying like how much do you have to eat on Thanksgiving to gain 1 pound of body fat? And it was like a ridiculous amount of food to gain just 1 pound of body fat. Mm. It was like 2 Thanksgiving meals—you had to eat the whole thing by yourself. You know, throw all your relatives to the ground and just, eat, you know, go ham on the turkey or whatever. If if there's anything I can learn from this video is like, as a whole, just like get out of that. Uh, what what she said, where it's like, you don't have to like necessarily earn to eat a caloric dense meal. Just if you're hungry, just eat it. Uh, would I say like? Also, restrain yourself if you're, like, on a diet. Like, yeah, you know, like, make sure to eat more nutritious stuff and not just empty calories. Um, I'd also say that. But a diet doesn't have to be completely bad and negative. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Personally, my diet is eat less processed food because it's – getting really expensive and just buying your own ingredients and cooking is just a lot, a lot easier (laughs) or not easier, but financially more stable. Yeah, no, that's that's anyway, we've, we've harked on that for too long. Let's go on to the next one. This one, we, we have fitness influencers. I feel like inventing, reinventing the wheel and let's see what these guys have to say. Tell me you're not still using this closey in and this pushy outy machine Well what if I
1: told you that there's one single exercise that brings you all of the same benefits but also countless other ones So why would you still do these things?
0: let me tell you why seated good mornings are infinitely better and should be considered a necessity for basically every human being first
1: of all seated good mornings transfer directly over to your squat because they drastically improve your hip mobility and therefore improve your squat depth but seated good mornings also strengthen your glutes and lower back massively in positions that other exercises simply don't target oh and by the way i'll provide you with fitness knowledge that most other fitness pages simply won't don't sleep on the seated good mornings Yes, I just did. Mhm. What are
0: your thoughts, um, Jeremy?
1: First take, I guess.
0: First off, I think I think the closey innie and the pushy outy machine, I think those are really good isolating exercises. Mm-hmm. Um and they're also kind of ones that I uh have neglected because I look sus whenever I do them. <laughs> Sheesh, like, there's I... no normal way to to do that exercise no absolutely not
1: my gym doesn't even have those so i've been, i have to like kind of make up some free weight stuff to do it so maybe then, the, then maybe, these maybe this is it, are a good despite, idea
0: yeah i don't know just by I, so i haven't tried them yet but just looking at them i can just see a lot of um back movement a lot of lower back movement yeah i don't like it that much and i'm confused how this how this like true like because those those muscles right there aren't even pushing on anything yeah
1: it's it's like it's not even uh i mean for the people that ha- like didn't see it you know when he talks about the closey innie and the pushy outy machines it's the um What's it called? The hip abductor machines, right? Hip, oh, hip abductor. Um, yeah. So those, the the ones where you squeeze with your thighs and then you push out, those are the hip abductors. And then the, it's not the inductors. I don't remember exactly what they're called. Um,
0: yeah. Hip abductor, hip inductor. Okay, sweet. Uh, hey, I'm good. Uh, oh, the glute thing. And, yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway. And so he's like doing a basically a good morning, a seated good morning stretch, which is like where you um, lay down with your legs or you sit down with your legs at like a 90 degree angle and you like stretch forward with your arms, like put your back like parallel with the ground. But what he's doing is he's sitting on the bench and he's using like a, like a barbell or using like a cable machine to pull um, like straight away from himself. And so it's like the, the hip abductor machine, you know, you're actually st- like Using the muscle to push something or pull it, but when he's doing the seated good mornings, his legs are not moving. So not it, it's a completely different exercise. It's more of a stretch, really, than like a like an exercise because his legs are just like helping to resist the weight that he's pushing uh, or that he's pulling, right? And so his 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 legs, sure, his hip abductors are working, but they're they're it's a completely different exercise
0: yeah it doesn't look like it isolates like how the machine does it now would i suggest these for maybe a warm-up because he because he does say like it's good for it transfers directly over to squats yeah i'd say it's probably a good warm-up hip mobility is great that's one of the things that's like really hard to to do yeah like go lightweight on that and then I think you'll be ready for your first set of squats, but really, I'm just like, I'm going to, as sus as it might be, I'm going to use the the hip abductor machines. You know, maybe, maybe, fellas, you can pull some girl. Nah, just kidding. We all know that you're not talking to girls at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> nice soundboard. There you go. And then we... We have more um gym influencers that are trying to reinvent the wheel uh like this guy here. Sweet. Says POV you discover the best chest workout for oh your Oh my goodness. What? Why? Congrats man. It looks like it looks like the pinch plate again. I hate the pinch plate.
1: Also congrats. That already exists with just like two dumbbells and laying on a bench
0: or or literally or literally just change the change the bench so that you could just use the smith machine how it how it is supposed to work yeah like that's just do like, the bench press normally yeah exactly exactly <laughs> you missed it pal you missed it by this <laughs> we're this close to greatness no okay but there's like this cool there's like this myth um, In the fitness and in, in, uh, in the gym where it's like people will sacrifice range of motion and kind of like just pinch off the muscle so that it feels like they're getting a nice pump. But really, they're just cutting off oxygen to that muscle and it just kind of like s- swells up with blood. You mean like uh, like putting a band on your arm
1: or something like to to uh, like cut off like blood flow what do
0: you mean by, yeah. by pinching off? i mean like um like what he's doing here so it's like the range of motion is kind of garbage yeah. and yeah it's like his chest looks like it's activating but really it's just he's just pinching his um shoulders or his arms together and it just like squeezes his chest and makes it so that more blood just rushes in there but mm. really you're not getting any strength from yeah. it you're just getting a good pump that's just going to disappear
1: yeah it's like it's like close grip pushups it's like the whole idea of close grip pushups is like the closer you get the less chest activation you have and the more tricep uh, mm. that you have so like close grip uh or not close grip but like like diamond push-ups are the closest thing you have to like an exclusively tricep workout in that like configuration so what he's doing is like basically just a tricep workout so it's not working at yeah, the chest at all i mean like a little bit obviously yeah. but not that much
0: Like it's not getting, he's not going to get strength from this. No,
1: and it's definitely not the best chest
0: workout at like for anything really. He's just going to get pumped. Well, he said for contraction. Yeah, it's just it's just for a good pump, just for looks. I don't know. He missed it by that much. He just should have switched the bench around and then just done done bench press normal.
1: He's also only doing like. 40 or 65 pounds <laughs> i didn't notice that before <laughs> but it's like dude what are you doing <laughs> like dude diamond push-ups man like that's at least like 160 pounds
0: yeah honestly and honestly a lot of people hate on the smith machine personally i kind of, I, i'm okay with the smith machine it's good for isolating yeah. the chest especially i don't mind it um, it's and... like
1: it's safer too i think which is which Mm -hmm. is nice especially because i go to the gym by myself so it's like i can see that especially too if you're using it for like uh, squat as well i mean you don't need it for squat because you know you have like safety bars on the squat racks but if you wanted to use this then yeah i mean it would also work
0: yeah i i would never Say like, oh, I hit a PR on the Smith machine. I would never accept that as no, a PR. No, I'm sorry, it's, it's a good isolating exercise, but that's yeah, about it. Yeah, that's about it. It's an exercise. It, it's, it doesn't replace. Yeah, it's good for isolating compounds. Yeah, I should say. So don't hate on the Smith machine, but I will hate on it if you say that you got a PR on it. Yeah, facts, facts. It's like saying you I got a PR on the leg press. <laughs> right. All right. Moving on. <laughs> moving on um, from Jim Talk Slander after that whole fiasco and rant we're actually going to go on to another rant the Star Wars rant this is actually an episode that we had for a while that we've wanted to do um, where we talk about how we would rewrite the Star Wars sequel trilogy mm. an idea no one's ever thought of except for us I, I, I can bet you that 100%. Yeah, totally. Okay, so we so first off, the Star Wars sequels. What would you like? What did you not like? Like, let's let's hear it.
1: All right. So, my biggest pet peeve about all of the sequels and all of the new shows, as good as the shows are at times, my biggest pet peeve is why the freak does everything take place on Tatooine? That's like <laughs> that's like my biggest pet peeve. Like George Lucas has created this like giant universe, literally thousands of like star systems and stuff, planetary systems. You can
0: have any planet you, you can want. have any
1: planet you want, and you go <laughs> desert planet.
0: <laughs> bro come
1: on this like it, it hit me even harder because i i'm still watching mando i just started watching obi-wan and obviously obi-wan takes place on tatooine because it's like precursor for episode four so like they're both on tatooine mm-hmm. at that point point. that makes sense right and like sure episode one happens on tatooine because that's where anakin's from and like the entire reason luke is there is because anakin is from there and his family's so like that makes sense that connection makes sense right but like in the second movie they spend like 15 minutes on tatooine and the third movie i don't think they go to tatooine at all and fifth and sixth movie i, don't think
0: so. I, I well Wait. fifth yeah fifth oh i'm sorry i got no fifth, fifth and sixth
1: movie they like they go to tatooine to talk to the huts right but like that's it mm-hmm. like they don't spend I mean they spend a good amount of time there but it's like it's different right it makes sense because he's like he's from there and and like there. yeah on and that there. and it's
0: like yeah it's still pretty cool
1: yeah it's cool right it's it makes sense but then you have number seven that starts on Tatooine it's literally just copy paste of a new hope
0: right exactly wait, like wait 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 was that was that Tatooine I thought it was a different junk planet is it okay well same difference uh, <laughs> I can't remember, but it, it pretty much looks the same.
1: Yeah, I know. It's it's a desert planet. It's boring. It doesn't matter. It like it doesn't stick in your imagination. It's literally just Tatooine again. Uh, See,
0: like like we can't remember if it's Tatooine or not. Like you like we assume it's Tatooine. Yeah,
1: like you, you failed if like I can't remember the difference between two planets because they're exactly the same. And I'm a Star Wars guy. Uh, and then freaking Book of Boba Fett takes place exclusively on tatooine and mando i get it you know space cowboy that's cool make like the first half of the first season take place on tatooine like why is most of it have to take place on tatooine like i don't know yeah anyway anyway sorry i've been on that for like a long freaking time i'm not we're not even getting into like the bad acting the bad writing the bad storylines the bad like directing the inconsistency from movie to movie to movie like okay. it just makes no sense
0: anyway here's here's a here's actually another gripe that I have with just the entire uh, series that I, it was not pointed out to me until someone like a friend of mine pointed it out they were like why are there so many bottomless pits in Star Wars like think about it there's just I think there's a bottomless pit for each movie we have uh, in Phantom Menace, Darth Maul versus Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan. I mean, Darth Maul falls into a bottomless pit. Somehow he survives that and whatever. But then we we have um, there's like three fights, I think, in Revenge of the Sith that take place over a bottomless pit, almost bottomless pit. There's like Yoda versus... Uh, Sidious. you've got general grievous versus obi-wan mm-hmm. and then like the clones firing at obi-wan and whatnot then you've got like a new hope where luke and leah have to swing across a bottomless pit in a star cruiser and then like oh also obi-wan moving around a star cruiser and then you've got the saw lag pit and then luke falling down from sky city in the bottomless pit and it's like darth city is falling in a bottomless pit i I can keep going but there's like so many bottomless pits you know what i mean yeah i know i never
1: thought of that before i guess it's just like a movie (laughs) like a movie trope to add like suspense because you know you can die if you fall down this bottomless pit
0: (laughs) your fate is unknown or you might live like darth maul did yeah or like luke did oh (laughs) <laughs>
1: like Luke did in Sky City. Okay,
0: so let's actually get into the to the rewriting of the Star Wars sequel trilogy. If All you right. stick around this long, please tell us if you did because uh, we we really appreciate it. Um, okay, so so here's the thing: the f- like the seventh movie. I remember watching it in theaters, and I actually really liked it. And honestly, a lot of movie critics also liked it. Like, I remember having, like, a lot of good memories of it. And I even said, like, that's, that's up there with, like, one of my favorite. Like they, like, they nailed it with how Star Wars should feel. I did have a couple of gripes, but, like, they weren't that bad. You know, it felt like Star Wars. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad they, like, filled it with, they, they filled it in. And, like, they, they brought it back. And it's awesome. You, you remember that? Do you, have you watched it on the silver screen? Uh, I watched,
1: I'm trying to remember cause I watched rogue one, um, on the big screen and I think I watched the ninth one on the, I also did like rogue one screen. Rogue One was good. Yeah, I did too. See, I didn't mind number seven. Uh, was it the force awakens? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind force awakens. However, it, it comma, had good setup. Yeah. It was good setup. However, comma the reason it was good is because it was just like a copy paste of what was already done. And I wanted that's them true. to like, take a risk, like take uh, some kind of like different direction or like introduce new things to the universe. But like in reality, like we have time of peace that's ended by the Sith taking over and leading an empire type organization that then rules the galaxy. And if everybody lives in fear. And so like, if you look at the timeline of like how the, like what the, what the star Wars timeline looks like, it's like high Republic empire, new Republic first order. It's just like the same. It's like the exact same progression of things, except just the the new Republic lasted even less time than the high Republic. (laughs)
0: And now it's the resistance it's back to the resistance
1: yeah exactly it's like so i, I don't know i feel like disney didn't want to like cuz george lucas did a great job with especially clone wars of having uh the good guys be the guys in power right but yeah and that that's a hard story to write because like they're the good guys they're also the ones in power and there's like a nuance to it cause they're not perfect. And you know, there's bad things going on corruption, but like Disney just wanted to go with the, okay, the rebels story worked. We need the re- the rebels to be the good guys. <laughs> and so they just did that again yeah, with like all the same characters or not all the same, but yeah, you know, that's... the same characters were there.
0: Yeah. That would be another gripe. I had like what you said, it was too safe. I, I would have to agree with you there. That's actually why the rewrite that I have is actually going to be a lot more original. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little riskier. Let's hear about it. Okay, so this was actually George Lucas's original idea uh, for like a sequel trilogy. And pretty much you've got, like, the the New Republic, right? They, they won. They defeated the Empire. Darth Sidious is dead. Darth Vader's dead. And, you know, everything is like, oh, wow, everyone's happy. And then we have, you remember the Jabba crime syndicate? Of course. Well, we're going to have to fill in the power vacuum in the galaxy. The Jabba crime syndicate. Is going to be taken over by some Sith Lords. Some mysterious new Sith Lords. That follow the rule of two. Mm. Right? And we're going to have one of them. Be cool and mysterious. And like super powerful. And then the other one be his apprentice Kylo Ren. Who was Han Solo and Princess Leia's son. Who was a Jedi but turned to the dark side. Like he was supposed to like bring back the. Jedi Order mm-hmm. but he didn't right because I, I actually really liked Kylo Ren's design and him like wanting to live up to like being a, a, a feared menace I think is really cool but he's like a failure of a Sith super dope yeah I like that
1: I mean I, I definitely think that they could have done something different I'm not exactly sure what but I think they could have done something different to differentiate him from dark or darth vader because when he is wearing the mm-hmm. mask and when he's talking and when he's acting the only thing that's really different is that he like gets more physically upset than darth vader does like, yeah uh, i think that like they could have done something different to di- like differentiate him but like i don't exactly know what
0: yeah yeah i i agree um and I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but like we'd we'd still probably have uh Ray's storyline, although we'd probably rewrite her character a lot. Yeah. Um because again, in the seventh movie, she was actually a pretty likable character. Um it was just by by the eighth and ninth movie that it was then like, okay, what happened to her? Like this is
1: Yeah, she's like not the Even same in the character. Movie, yeah, she like she changes yeah. a lot in the seventh movie. I feel like, you know, she not for the better. Yeah, she's like way too confident, and you know, like they're trying to go for like the strong female lead, which is like a thing these days, which is fine, but like make it realistic because she's from Jakku. I just looked it up, by the way. Uh, like just this Jakku. this trash planet, and she's a she's a scavenger for her whole life, and so she just like scrimped and scraped by. And, you know, she just kind of, like, lives under the thumb of the the portions guy. I don't remember his name. But, like, she just sells scrap for portions. And she's just, like, she's a bottom feeder, essentially. So there's no reason why she should have, like, any amount of confidence in herself. That would be a very, like, interesting storyline to see how she grows and, like, becomes stronger and overcomes those, like, feelings of inadequacy. But, no, as, like, as soon as she gets a lightsaber, she's like, all right, like, I can do anything. Like I'm the greatest. Yeah. It's like, okay, cool, whatever, but also not that cool.
0: I will say though, I think it would be. Oh, sorry. I think, uh, I think it would be cool if it was like, she finds out she's a Jedi and she has like all these high expectations to fill. And she's like, um, all she knows how to do is like just run and survive. So like, that's what she starts doing. Like she has all these responsibilities to like fight the, the new crime syndicate that's taking over. And she's like, i'm not doing that and then like tries to run from the resistance or or from the uh from the new republic trying to tell her like hey you should you should fight these guys because Mm -hmm. we're trying to make a new jedi order yeah
1: or like even Um, having them building up the new jedi order like having luke like actively training new jedi and you know building that like the 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 new Jedi temple and stuff like that. You know that would be very interesting to see like how how you how do you even do that? You just like how do you create this ba- essentially brand new organization and like find people that are force sensitive and blah, blah blah. like that would be very interesting to have as like kind of a secondary
0: plot, yeah, not to mention just like also having just like adding a Mandalorian space Western kind of spin on it as well i think would make it super interesting Mm. so we're going to introduce a new bad faction to this trilogy right so pirates are attacking and raiding the new republic and whatnot and they got to fix that and and find out who's at the head of it but fractions of the empire still exist like they, they broke off and they're creating different groups but Moff Gideon, yes, we're bringing Moff Gideon into this. He's the—he's one of the main bad guys, and he's trying to restore the fractions of the Empire. Um, and he's also doing, like, raids on different planets and trying to bring the Empire back to its former glory. What do you think of that? And that's where we get the Finn is a deserter yeah uh, storyline and we'd actually play into more of like oh we've got other stormtrooper deserters and like we'll 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 have like oh my gosh finn is like reliving like past of what he had to do to to like what he was ordered and commanded by moff gideon and it's like it's terrible stuff and he's trying to tell other stormtroopers like hey we need to desert as well because when he deserted, they did nothing with that storyline. Yeah, like, there could
1: have been so much. There, the only thing we got from that, which was pretty cool, was, like, that super cool Finn with the lightsaber and, like, the freaking uh, the um, the stormtrooper with the, like, electric, like, bully club yeah. or whatever. That was a hype was battle. Sick. But, yeah, that's, that's literally all that we got from that. Like, there's nothing else.
0: I don't know. Plus the actor for for Finn just kind of got got destroyed just because um he was such a big Star Wars fan and his character just got absolutely neutered. Yeah. They just I felt bad for the guy.
1: Yeah, like they had so much they could work with, but they were just like, Oh yes, Ray and uh Kylo are the only important characters in this movie, by the way.
0: And Finn was like, Oh, okay. It's like well, shoot, man! It's like, darn it! I liked Finn. Yeah, he's, like, he's I, good, I was, good. I was really hoping he'd have a bigger part. Yeah, I think and, so. And, and please, I, okay, here's here's the thing. I really don't like reoccurring villains when they had a super satisfying end to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, don't bring back Darth Sidious. Don't bring back darth maul I, darth maul wasn't in it but like if anyone says like oh bring back darth maul no he's dead he should have died on episode one and that's yeah
1: i think in clone right, Wars, so it was like
0: it was interesting
1: to have him as like uh be like part of the sith but then be like rejected by the sith and still working like uh like kind of as a Sith, but also not as a Sith, trying to overthrow, um, you know, the separatists to to take over for himself. That was an mm-hmm. interesting storyline, but he should have died that second time. Do not bring him back a third time, so you can kill him in rebels, so that you could have like, dude. Okay, I
0: think I think that's where it got me. Like, yeah. Okay, he bring him back for Clone Wars. Whatever. I like, can, right. I can it, It's
1: like a plot twist. Like, oh, out. like oh, he he got killed, but like, he's alive now. (laughs) And then they're just like, by the way, he got killed. Oh,
0: wait, he's alive again. Like, no! It's like, you can't keep doing this to us. And then in Solo, then in Solo, oh no, he's back
1: again! Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? Like, he's not even an important character in Solo. Just like, leave him out of it. (laughs)
0: Please! And and, like, we could have done something like, who, like, First off, Star Wars is a space adventure fantasy. It's space fantasy, okay? It's a space adventure pulp action series. Let's let's keep it that way, okay? Like, yeah, we've got political intrigue going on and whatnot, but, we'll, but we need to focus on the misfit, ragtag group of characters blumbling their way through adventures throughout the galaxy. And for goodness sake... Please stop doing the nostalgic. Do you remember this random guy with the nutsack chin from episode four that told Luke Skywalker this itty bitty part and for the fetching Millennium Falcon? Like, no one cares, please. I I also didn't. Yeah, as you can tell, I didn't like the nostalgia baiting. Yeah, I feel like there was a ton
1: of that. Just like, like, oh, you remember this? The, I don't know. I feel like the... If... If... Well, actually, no. I'm pretty sure they, they're they already, like, confirmed to be making another Daisy Ridley Star Wars movie. Um, But, like, I think they just need to dump the Skywalkers and focus on something else. Like...
0: Like the, the solos. I think That's, that would be sick.
1: That would be sick to have just, like... Um, Like a a better solo, like a better version of solo, like that would be fun. Also, an idea that I've had for a long time is exploring some of the old Republic stuff because all we have on the old Republic Mm. is like video games and uh comic books and books. Like, that's all the video
0: games aren't even canon, are they? No, they're not.
1: I mean, are they, they canon? No, I don't think so. They could be, uh, depending on. How, well, they're not Disney canon. Yeah, exactly. Depending on how Disney decides to do their canon, but there's just there's nothing on it. Like, there's, Disney has not really said anything about the Old Republic. But what do we want? We want like wars, and we want Jedi, and we want Sith fighting each other. That would be hype. That would be a very that would be sick. not necessarily to rewrite the sequels, obviously, because that would not be sequels. Um, but you know it would be something else. Oh, a prequel
0: prequel? Yeah,
1: exactly. Something about the sequels that I really wish would have happened and it's kind of funny because it comes from a very unlikely source. But have you have you heard of Star Wars Visions?
0: I I have heard of Star Wars Visions. Mm-hmm. I just remember that cool scene where that samurai jet I just pulls out a lightsaber in the sickest manner. And I really like the different art styles that they did. Yes, yes, yes.
1: So for those who don't know, Star Wars Visions is like several different animation styles of non-canon um Star Wars like adventures, right? And some are like very anime style, some are like more cartoony, but they're all animated, right? And so they it's they're ridiculous as well like there's one where there's two um like a jedi and a sith or maybe two sith fighting like on top of two star destroyers and they're just like their lightsabers just get oh, like super so huge cool. and one of them has like a mace lightsaber and he like smashes <laughs> it into the like star destroyer and like blows it up and it's kind of hype it's really cool but what <laughs> what I really like That's ridiculous yeah very ridiculous um but what i liked the one piece i liked was the idea of um like a limited amount of force in the dark side and how the sith would compete with each other to like to kill each other so that their force could get stronger it's like the reason why there's the rule of two is because the dark side of the force and the light side obviously um Ha- is there's like a limited amount of it. And so the more Sith that there are, the le- the less powerful that the Sith become, which is why the Sith become the Sith uh, and why they're so much stronger than the Jedi, because the Jedi have just a tiny, tiny amount of, of the light side of the force compared to, you know, the half of the dark side that each Sith and the rule of two have. And so in Sora's oh, visions... Yeah the there are like a bunch of scenes where there's this sith guy going around just killing all the sith members like all of the weaker ones that he can get his hands on just so that he can become stronger so that would be very interesting like for um you know some sith guy to just go around killing a bunch of force sensitive kids or like the the remnants of you know sith strongholds throughout the galaxy and how The the new Republic kind of responds to that. That would have been like a very interesting storyline subplot. Maybe not main villain, but an like a villain in there. That would be like a very interesting thing, and would add a lot
0: to the lore. I think. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Not to mention, this also might be unpopular because the show didn't do too well. But they're doing a second season of it, making Star Wars like similar to Andor. Because Andor was so good. Um, it, was still, it was a lot slower paced, way slower paced. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people, that's the reason it didn't do as well. But just having, I mean, I think that was a perfect uh, encapsulation of like showing, like having an analogy of like politics and made up worlds and how things escalate between like two fat two rivaling factions and and whatnot i think uh and plus it just had a serious like pretty grim tone to it and i really liked it i was there for it um and then stop making stuff like uh um um um, like the book of boba fett yeah let's be honest the book of Boba Fett was, how many cameos can we fit in this can of worms? Yeah,
1: exactly. And uh, a, a spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, it's been a long time. So like, But then they just, it, this is a spoiler, but then they just bring back, um, oh, freak. I just had his name. The blue guy. Was he Cad Bane? Yeah, they just brought yeah, Cad, Cad Bane back for like five minutes and then he's, they kill him. It's like, what? what? No. <laughs>
0: Hang on, I, I I okay, I didn't finish the show because it was mad boring. Oh, sorry, Jeremy, I spoiled it for you.
1: I did say spoiler. No, warning, no, no, I don't. But yeah, yeah they just they, they literally they literally bring him back for that gunfight, like the scene that you've probably seen already. And he's like, you see his yeah. eyeball and then his like little mask thing, and then he dies like in that scene. Then like five minutes later, <laughs> he's dead. It's like, what the no <laughs> dude, come on, like, you gotta be kidding me, right? Cad Bane, you mean like one of the main antagonists of Clone Wars? Cad Bane, one of
0: the coolest bounty hunters, yeah,
1: just dead. It's like, come on, wait, wait who shot him? I don't know, I don't remember. Uh, I again, I didn't watch that far, I just know
0: about it, but it's like, oh my gosh, I, it's probably Boba Fett. Probably we're, we're going to get or the right. Mandalorian because we all, we all know it was Mandalorian season 2.5. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. I, why'd they bring Gro- Grogu back again? I have this pet peeve of, of being a writer, of just bringing back characters for nonsense reasons yeah. after a really satisfying ending to mm-hmm. them. Like, cause now we can't get as good of a satisfying ending. Unless Grogu just dies. Which may be for the best, but we're going to get a lot of hate for this episode anyway. Are we ready to wrap it up? I think so, Jeremy. Good, because I'm tired. Me too. But uh, yeah, despite, despite our little rant, we actually do love Star Wars. We wouldn't be talking about it and ranting about a franchise that we love if if we didn't, well, you know, love it, of course. Um, so all of these criticisms do come from a place of love. We don't want to see the entire franchise fall. We actually want to help it out. So, Star Wars team, please hire us as writers. We will fix the sequel trilogies. We'll we, just make those non-canon. We definitely, and will. I think our 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 story is going to be better. I can so promise you that. So much better. So
1: much better.
0: But uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get wrapping up. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, please smash that like button. We don't even have a like button unless you go to YouTube. I forgot we're on YouTube now. Nice. Again, anyone can be a fitness influencer and anyone can be a podcaster, and that's it. Yeah, you can't do it. You're definitely else. not gonna be that good. Yeah, you can't do anything else, but you can become those two things. Anyway, we're going to wrap up. Hey, adventurer. Looks like you made it to the end of this episode. Again, we're so grateful that you listened to this project of ours. And hey, if you enjoyed, why not share your favorite episode? It helps us out, and when you hit share, you will always roll a natural 20 on your first roll. And to spice up the deal, we'll even give you a nice, juicy PR that you've always been dreaming of. Want to play a bigger part in the adventure? Follow us on Instagram at Natty Wonders. Send us your best gym talk slanders and we'll review them on the show. Have a great day.